That's what I was telling you. That is a <laughs> that is a modern day classic hymn from yeah. Nate Mariachi. Mariachi band. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at a Rochester Christian church. Very cool. Christ Redeemer is the name of that song. Rise and Stein, Victory 91.5. Ray is here. Thank you so much to the people that are saying, yeah, I can't get this anywhere else, okay. and I want to support this so we can keep this kind of thing in the front of our lives because if we don't, we can become very complacent. We right. can become very focused on just the norm and victory 91.5 is not the normal christian radio station no, right no. not not at all so thank you for your support during this critical time 770-781-9150 or you can give online at victory915.com all of ray's teachings this morning are posted at the victory facebook page and also at blog.victory915.com and there's a link there that says all of Ray's teachings, mm. which you, you get everything. Go back through the years. Yeah, we should actually hold back on that, you know, for, <laughs> for larger donations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we won't. No. Continue, part four. Well, this is part of the reason where I decided, we're I, uh, every year I really get with God and just say, okay, do you want to do this again? Do we do this on the radio mm -hmm. or, you know? Yeah, we had that conversation a couple of weeks ago yeah, on the phone. Just a few weeks ago, and I was going, I don't know. I'm still praying about it. I don't know. Let me just really look at it. And and when I did, I went, ooh, okay, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we should. So here is, I love history. And so, you know, what's... If we go back last year, we had kind of a cool Rosh Hashanah. Mm -hmm. We were in Israel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was okay. On Rosh Hashanah. I mean, just, it's a small thing. <laughs> that was thing. incredible. So I actually didn't teach. I taught, you know, in little snippets when we were there. But when we came back for Yom Kippur, mm -hmm. I told you kind of the Rosh Hashanah. I gave you a little Rosh Hashanah spiel, what was going to come in 5776. Mm -hmm. Less than it was 2015, right. transitioning 2016. I said, okay, here's what's going to happen. So... Here's a little snippet of that to to help you understand where we're going so you can kind of be a judge if this has mm -hmm. any relevance or not. So obviously it ends with the number six. So the number six in scripture, as I mentioned, symbolizes man created on the sixth day with all the other land animals. It also uh, represents human weakness, the evils of Satan, and the manifestation of sin. All right. Mm -hmm. So according to the numbers, man should have been the focus in 2016. Mm -hmm. It should have been a hyper focus on what man was doing. Mm -hmm. He would have been in the prime view. Right. So the serpent was one of the land animals created on the sixth day. You know, first Peter says, be sober. He's roaring out there and, and seeking who he may devour. So mm -hmm. the reason that's important is because in the same way we know how to plant certain crops at certain times of the year, there's seasons when Satan is more predatory. So this year, 2016, which actually began mm -hmm. last fall, right. is one of those years. All right. So according mm -hmm. to those numbers and how we look at it, evil should have raged in 2016 because it's all about man. We expected conflict to be at the forefront in 5776. What did you see? The savagery of ISIS, violence in the streets of America, mm -hmm. a steady opportunity for good to triumph over evil or for evil to rage. Um, we are appointed six days to labor and then to rest. 
So that labor is on earthly concerns. It, it actually did. Alabama won the national championship. <laughs> Evil rage. <laughs> see what happens? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was there. So one of the pressing issues was how we dealt with our labor as, as, a, as a church. Did the world lead, lead the way in darkness, or did the church shine brightly to reveal God in all his glory? You probably saw a mixture of that, but overall... I'd have to say it was a pretty dark year. It was a year where you, you looked at the savagery of ISIS was always releasing videos, just one more disgusting than the next, one more savage than the next. You know, in, in the streets, the disrespect for law and order for those who are protecting, it, it just mm -hmm. went bigger and bigger and bigger. So in my opinion, the general expectation of what we expected would happen, it did. Yep. Yeah. So I would say for me, it was one more reminder that you can look back through history and you can look in Hebrew in these numbers and, and it gives you a sense of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's take a look back in history because we're looking now what's coming up in the year ahead. 5777. Three sevens together there too. So when that particular number, 777, does that throw up any bells in your history lessons? Because it should. In 2008, the stock market plunged 777 on <laughs> uh, Rosh Hashanah of 2008. Whoa. It created the economic downturn that still continues. Wow. So Rosh Hashanah marks the beginning of the harvest in the fall, right? And you reap what you sow. So, uh, especially in America, but over the whole world, an economic sign on that day really stood out. Gold closed, set, uh, selling at $888 per ounce. Now, in the Hebrew numbers, 888 is the number of Jesus, not 777. So, um... If something happened 777 that crashed and it stopped right there, mm -hmm. you could pretty well say, all right, maybe God's in it. And then if gold comes up at 88, you go, ah, oh, probably God was in it. So here we are eight years later, mm -hmm. not quite eight, but seven, mm -hmm. ready to enter 5777. What does that mean? Is, is there a cycle that was started here that's ending now and so something else is beginning? That's possible. Um, 5777 is, now you've been hearing this because people look at Jubilees a little bit differently, but it is a true Jubilee year. The last one was in 1967. That happened every 50 years, all right? So I want to, I want to take you back all the way to the 1100s. We're going to go that far back to, to kind of track through to look at this particular number because history is really important. Uh, so we're going however many years ago that is, a thousand years ago? No. I wasn't there. It, it was a long time ago. <laughs> but here was... 67 a, it was. Here was a prophecy of Rabbi Judah ben Samuel. Uh, when the Ottomans, which were the Turks, or what we now call Turkey, conquered Jerusalem, they'll rule over Jerusalem for eight jubilees, which is 400 years. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, Jerusalem will become no man's land for one jubilee. And then in the ninth jubilee, it will once again come back into possession of the Jewish nation. Mm. Hmm. which would signify the beginning of the messianic end time. Now, that's a prophecy from the 1100s, Whoa. all right? So, uh, from this Rabbi Judah ben Samuel. So, just to take you through history now, uh, 300 years after his death, the uh, Mamluk Bari dynasty was conquered by the Ottoman Turks. So, the Turks were just rising to power. Right. No reason to assume anything 300 years before. Mm -hmm. In the year 1517... 300 years after the death of this prophetic guy, 
the Turks were not conquered until 1917, which mm-hmm. is 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. 400 years later, just when it said it would happen by the British. But beginning in 1917, the, the city of Jerusalem remained a divided city for that one jubilee, 50 years. Jordan controlled the eastern part. A strip of land divided Jerusalem, and that land was called no man's land by both the Israelis and the Jordanians. And it was 50 years later that the Israeli army captured the city of Jerusalem in the Six-Day War, June 17, 1967. So exactly one jubilee later, 50 years, Jerusalem returned for the first time to the control of the Jewish-Israeli ownership since the day when Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 uh, uh, AD. Mm-hmm. So almost 2,000 years. Wow. So 5777, this year right now, is marking the 11th Jubilee since that prophecy of the beginning of the Messianic Age. So historically speaking, the reason so many people have been looking at this year is like, hmm, could there be some significance to the year? So let's take a look at where sevens and how that works in the Hebrew language. Of course, you have rest, perfection, and purity is part of it. So 10 years ago, you might consider this good or bad, but uh, Steve Jobs announced the iPhone. It hadn't been that long. Mm. So uh, this year was pretty significant in terms of the the transformation of mankind. How much has that impacted the world, mm-hmm. pretty significant. And it has not provided rest or purity. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see. It was the year of the Virginia Tech massacre, the mm. deadliest mass shooting in modern American history. Uh, Barry Bonds broke uh, Hank Aaron's record, 756th home run. Mm. Russia tested the largest conventional weapon ever, the father of all bombs. So I want you to think about some of the themes going on there. Okay. We're looking at sevens, right? Mm-hmm. So let's follow the trail of sevens. Steroids, bombs. Go ahead. <laughs> Steroids uh, makes a very big bomb. Uh, the trail of sevens in recent history to see what issues mark this year. Okay, 50 years ago, we mm-hmm. talked about it. Mm-hmm. 1967 was the Jubilee. Mm-hmm. It was a six-day war between Israel, Syria, Jordan, Iraq, and Egypt. They captured Jerusalem, Jericho, Bethlehem, and Gaza mm-hmm. in that war. 100 years ago, 1917... Let's go back and think what happened. It was the uh, World Russian War, World War One. It was World War One, mm-hmm. as well as the Russian Bolshevik Revolution. Franz Ferdinand. The U.S. entered World War One. The British defeated the Turks to fulfill that prophecy and captured Israel. Uh, General Allenby captured Jerusalem. Really cool story. If you ever mm-hmm. want to read that one, the Balfour Declaration was in 1917. It read from England, His Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. All right. So, looking at that, good or bad, war is a continual theme in years ending with seven and over the last two jubilees. Mm. Wow. So, what will that look like since it's God holding the sword this time? What is our response to war? Uh, Number one, to pray for those who lead and protect us. Jeremiah 29, 7 says, Seek the peace of the city where I've called you to Mm -hmm. be carried away captive. Pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace, you will have peace. And it also says, if it prospers, you too will prosper. All right, so let me just wrap up this particular segment with what I think is the most significant thing stepping into this season. So we're looking at Rosh Hashanah, which is this upcoming Sunday night to Monday, mm. that the beginning of the Jewish New Year, mm-hmm. but it's the sixth day of creation. So mm-hmm. let's step back on Wednesday was day one, two days ago. 
what happened the day before as the year ended, as 5776 officially in a, in a creation sort of way ended? Shimon Perez, mm -hmm. the last of Israel's founding fathers, mm. died at the age of 93 wow. on the eve of day one of creation. His funeral and burial will be on the eve of Rosh Hashanah. In other words, he will be placed in the ground. The last founder will be placed in the ground right before Rosh Hashanah. Wow. When the last founder dies, think of it this way, the foundation is complete. Think of that in the most spiritual, prophetic way. God is ready to do a new thing that we've not seen in the last century. Moving from six to seven, that transition in Hebrew, six connects two things. It's a vav. It's the word and, this and that. So last year was the last year of the founding. So mm -hmm. it's time for whatever God's going to do to build on that foundation. Wow. So when I tell you that it's not just um, uh, an ooh-ah moment, you're like any other year, this is the most significant year of your life. I can tell you, looking into it, it's going to open up things that have never been opened before. That's why it's so significant. That's why it's not something to ignore. Mm. <sighs> and we say this every time, these teachings are mind-blowing, but this one's... This one's really something. If you want to get this or send it to anybody, you can go to the Victory Facebook page. You can go to blog.victory915.com. It's all there. Even the postings of the last couple of years when Ray has come in and taught. And, and if you're saying to yourself, this is amazing, you can't get this anywhere else, would you consider supporting Victory 91.5 financially? 770-781-9150 or give online at victory915.com. Bob Bailey's Appliances.